Welcome to East Coast DNA. This is Darcy and I'm Andrew. We're brothers from Nova Scotia and this podcast is covering East Coast musicians originally starting to be the re-emergence of live music since COVID started. Now it is since COVID restrictions were lifting I guess. Yes. And uh, it's wide open. It's wide open. Uh, yeah. Last week we had a super episode with nominees for Rock Performance of the Year. Correct? That's what it was. Recording. Rock Recording of the Year. Same difference at this point. Yeah, I think it's the same. Um, and we released a two-hour episode. This week we're cutting it up and we're going Monday to Friday. So what's the theme this week, Darcy? Originally we were reaching out to uh, entertainers of the year, but uh, a couple things. One, we quickly realized that uh, as we were gathering notes for some of the interviews that most of the entertainers of the year in other categories as well, mm-hmm. which uh, made it a little interesting. And on top of that, the uh, Hurricane Fiona that ripped through the East Coast and just destroyed everything. When kinda, was that? Was that recent? Yeah, I was, uh, maybe you were asleep. Yeah, I think I got a nap. That was when I was doing interviews, and then I woke you up right when the power came back on. When, and I was when did just Hurricane happen couple. while you were sleeping? Yes. <laughs> so uh, that kind of put a little bit of a pause on some of the little spree of interviews that I, I was doing for these, but uh, we do have another set of five, mm-hmm. and uh, as... You and I had discussed, we figured uh, instead of releasing another two-hour episode, maybe this one would break up a little bit, and with everybody uh, doing cleanup or resting and recovering a little bit from all of the cleanup and devastation that happened in the region, we thought maybe it might be a little bit of a distraction for people, some extra entertainment content. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I listen to podcasts the most, as if I'm out cleaning brush or burning or yep. doing doing laundry dishes yeah. all, all of the fun stuff that everyone fell behind on when they had no power for the better part or more than a week in some cases yeah so i got friends that still have no power and they don't think it's coming back till tuesday so they'll be got, it's almost 10 days now so they're gonna be like yeah almost two weeks before they get power back yeah it's pretty yeah that would stink today's monday and we're going to start off the week with an interview with Rich Coin. Here he is with Darcy. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, joining us on East Coast DNA. And uh, congratulations on the nomination for uh, Entertainer of the Year. Thank you. This little uh, batch of interviews we're actually going through and uh, grabbing as many of the Entertainer of the Year nominees as we can. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing, I mean, for most of these, we were going back and doing a recap for everyone. You, you've been around for a while, mm-hmm. and I think it was like 2006 or something that you put out your first like self-release. Uh, 2007, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I, I do remember reading about it back then because you had the thing where it synced up with uh, the Grinch. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was the right one, yeah. Yeah. So back then... Uh, it doesn't matter how old you were. Sometimes I get yeah. into it a little bit. So at the time, it was something that you were doing that was a little experimental. Mm-hmm. But I, I might be kind of generalizing. I think this Entertainer of the Year has a large part to do with your live show more mm-hmm. so than 
your recording. Right. Yeah. So back at the beginning of your career, was it the project of trying to build audio that would overlay with an existing video that was that the experiment or were you already doing live performances and you wanted something cool to throw up on stage with you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was my first recording. So I, I thought I would do, uh, I thought I would do the recording before playing my first show. Cool. So the, it went record show. Um, so I wasn't like looking for something to put on behind me, but I also, you know, I was very into Pink Floyd synced up with the Wizard of Oz and, uh, I, um, and I, and I decided at that point that I wanted all my records to sync up to something. And, uh, and so I thought it would be a good experiment for my first EP to try and sync it up to, uh, the beloved, uh, Christmas classic, Dr. Seuss's, uh, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, so the nice thing about that is it was like a 22 minute length. Like it, it our, our memory of it is that it's longer than mm -hmm. what it actually is. So it's actually a perfect, like, uh, first EP record length. Uh, and, and then I just kind of put it up on the screen and, uh, at home and, uh, kind of wrote the songs to sync up to it. And like, it was like a film score. Yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah. So my early performance days, uh, I wouldn't really talk to the audience at all. I would just kind of hit play on the movie and all my music would be in sync to it. And I would play. My first show, actually, I set up 14 instruments on stage and played a bit of guitar and vibraphone and bass and uh, keyboard and uh, synthesizer and glockenspiel and trumpet and <laughs> everything. And so is Heaven trying to incorporate all this that like that? Is that why you started introducing a ridiculous number of guest artists in your album? Like, like, well, and I say yeah. ridiculous in that I think one of your album the album had over 500 musicians by the end of it yeah so that was the second so the so then i always make a set of rules for every record and i tack those up on the wall so while i'm making the record it's very like uh very apparent kind of like a brian Eno kind of kind of how he's got those oblique strategies like uh, i'll have these like defined rules that i like i make before each record and and so because the first one was called personal publication and the idea was that I was just going to make it and play everything myself. Uh, I thought a thing that invert for the next record would be to do it with a bunch of people. And it was originally just supposed to be an EP called public publication. But as you said, once I got over the 500 yeah. collaborators, Mark, uh, there was no way I was going to fit that many people in 22 minutes. So, uh, so it turned into like a 56 minute record. So your live shows and your albums are both quite experimental, really. Like, yeah. And as you started to collaborate with more with people is, did it organically become that you interacted more with your audience? Because the description that you have of where you were at the beginning is the exact opposite of how somebody would describe one of your shows nowadays. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're right in there. I mean, I mean, going back, even just doing some research to refresh myself on some things and mm -hmm. like you're, 
you had the surfboard out actually mm -hmm. crowd surfing with a surfboard. I, mm -hmm. I listened to an interview where you were talking about uh, like a confetti bomb that you wanted to be like a death star that would, <laughs> did you, did you perfect that? Uh, no, I never, uh, I never made that idea happen. So that's still on the, uh, on the ideas list. If I uh, get to do a big uh, festival run yeah. again. Um, uh, yeah. In those days, when I did that interview, I was playing like two to three festivals a weekend. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was like, it was like constantly just thinking of like new things I could try during the show. Cause it was, it was like, you know, do, just living in a f festival circuit for uh, an entire summer. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, so I've got to try lots of things. Yeah. I, I like, I like, describing the show as a constant experiment and trying every show has is unique to like wherever I am I have like a big opening credits that's like I type out on in like Adobe Premiere and and it's like an opening credits for for like specific to whatever the venue and the show is and and uh back in the day I, when people still used Facebook uh um uh, events like I, I would pull names off the the Facebook, oh, yeah. but but now I just find people either in ticket links or in um, you know tweeting about the show, and I'll take a screenshot to remind myself to give them a shout out in the show. So so lots of kind of stuff like that, or like other bands that I'm playing with to like make make the the show just start immediately with this sense of like very aware of like where we are there and now, and not like uh the classic uh uh world weary musician who's like what's up cleveland and it's like we're actually in cincinnati yeah <laughs> and speaking of that i mean we're kind of blowing through some of your discography but i mean we're the focus is more what you did this year since you get entertainer of the year but mm -hmm. your united states album for inspiration for that you, you were actually touring around on a bicycle like everywhere mm -hmm. in the united states did you hit every state or no no uh that would have that been insane quite a long time yeah. uh uh i just did a you know one route across from west coast east coast uh and that took about um to just over 61 days of biking wow um i think to hit all the states and then like fly out to Alaska and Hawaii and bike those as well would be feel like it would take you like about a year. Oh yeah, to, you'd have to, to release an things. you'd have to release an album every year to support the trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after that album, I mean, mm -hmm. we still had some COVID restrictions, and I know mm -hmm. that you were one of the early troopers that was back out there on the road and maybe had a couple stumbling blocks with the COVID. I know that yeah. uh, I had seen some of that, but yeah, yeah you're uh you're back strong right now you're mm -hmm. still you're still out there yeah, quite just, busy just, just did uh 73 shows um so um yeah it was a uh, went from like the slowest you know i've ever been to yeah. uh, the fastest number of shows i ever played back to back and the uh so there's a new like there's like a score album like what is this uh, uh it just it's it just my next album uh it's called synthetic 
and I made it out in uh, Calgary at um, the National Music Center. Uh, we've got um, a pretty rad music center in Canada that's in Calgary uh, that uh, that has like uh, some just bonkers, rare, expensive synthesizers, and yes. you can apply to to like go record there and use them. And uh, so I did that back in 2019, and then and then started the album in 2020. Okay. Um, right before the, uh, I was there like the week before everything shut down, and then and then I came home and uh, um, and then kind of started working on that record. Uh, and now here we are, two years later, and it's coming out. So I did see. Um some footage of you mm -hmm. when you were out on tour and some of the stuff in social media when you were looking for a, a moniker for your uh, space cowboy persona oh, yeah, on yeah. stage yeah i'm gonna bring that back i uh i need to go back to that post and find all the best ideas and start making some polls it, it did that obviously ties in with the teaser that i saw online just from like yesterday or something yeah uh, space western so is that where the album has the subtitle season one on it. Yeah. And then this is being promoted as a teaser. Is yeah. there, is there an actual short film or is this like a whole concept for the album? Yeah. Yeah. So basically there's, uh, I'm just kind of developing the world building of, uh, this, uh, space cowboy character that I made to do support shows for my buds, uh, Tupperware remix party. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in their shirt right now. Um, hometown heroes that made it made it big in the world, and uh, it, it's funny. Uh, for I've been doing this for thirteen years, and I never never got a big like U.S. tour uh, in that whole time. Uh, and all it took was me just waiting long enough until uh, a younger set of friends got more famous and then invited me on the road to open for them. Did the United States album come out before that or after that? Um, well, uh, or is no, that where I you got the it from? United States? Uh, no, I, I mean, I biked, I biked across America and played those shows, but I mean, oh, okay. I mean, uh, like the 73 shows I just played. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I've never, uh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, that's a, a classic, um, uh, challenge of, of, uh, local artists out here. Oh yeah. Georgia, the, is it's trying to get, is trying to get an invite on a big, uh, American tour. And it's only happened to like, a, a handful of people over the years. And, and yeah. so the, the, uh, to, um, yeah, to get it. But then the, the joke about it is that it, you know, the twerp is from, uh, Nova Scotia and, and, uh, just, just got famous enough to pull rich onto the road. Well, that's good news. And mm -hmm. you, uh, you have a little bit of experience to share with them too then. So I'm sure it's, yeah. a, little, it's, it's, it's a little bit more, uh, g give and take than you're letting yeah. on there too. <laughs> so... You're home now, like it's in Halifax area, Nova Scotia area for a always, little bit, or you're it, it, constantly on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go on the road, but I've been in this apartment now for uh, 16 years. Awesome. Uh, 
Got got lots of plants. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Got the morning falcon up there somewhere. You're well nested okay. in there for sure. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nice nice oh, no, to keep central to Halifax too. Sorry? It's nice that you were able to keep central to Halifax too. Yeah. While still being able to keep active and traveling around yeah. too. Yeah, I I think I did come along at a time where it's possible to to um, have have Halifax as a home base instead of doing the the thing that was kind of still common or uh, to do now to like leave Halifax and go live in you know Nashville, uh, New York, Los Angeles, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. And what's the next? Uh big thing that you have planned going into the fall then you is it uh, is it the space release, western releasing, releasing the the record yeah it's uh, synthetic season one um uh there's gonna be four seasons and uh each one comes out six months after the previous oh see now um, that, that that does it for me right there I, i'm yeah. gonna have to really dig in because i know that it will keep going yeah yeah so, yeah so, it does yeah. have an end though you so you, the next, the next, you didn't yeah, say it has no yeah. end yeah. unlike <laughs> unlike uh friends at, at walking dead uh it is going to end in may uh 2024 um uh yeah i'm also i've also announced that i'm i'm retiring the show that that uh that i've been doing uh in 2025 so there's there's three tours left mm-hmm. uh one a year um, and then, uh, and then that's it for, uh, uh, confetti and parachutes. I'll sell off all the parachutes and, and, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to switch to just doing seated shows, mm-hmm. uh, back to like the, the, my, how I started sort of thing. Do you, uh, are, are you planning that out to go along with your age a little bit too? Or you're just thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I originally was gonna do this two years earlier, but the uh, the pandemic has set it yeah. back a little bit. So I was like, I can do, it. I can hold on for two more years. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so any, you just played a big show in Halifax, like a free outdoor one. Was that right? Yeah, yeah. That was actually my first show of the the new instrumental set. So no vocals, just uh, just what the the new music on the next record is. And so will you have the same musicians on stage with you for the next few live shows then as you're going forward promoting this? Yeah. I, I mean, and that's just me just doing it solo. Is it? Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I was wondering. And yeah. so I imagine coming up, uh, like this batch of interviews is being slotted in with, uh, other entertainers of the year for the nominations for music week. So are mm-hmm. you, you're performing one of the days there at music week? Yeah. As well? Yeah. Uh, do you remember which day um, it is right off? Or? Yeah, uh, the Saturday. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And I think I think my slot's like maybe like eight thirty at the ballroom. Oh, okay. There you go. Hey, look, yeah. I I got a space cowboy outfit here. I can bring with me. Nice. So maybe Heck yeah. I'll, look, I get some glasses here. So just, <laughs> there I'll you go. That. I'll bring that. No, I'll come that. look for you on the Saturday, and <laughs> maybe we'll mm-hmm. have a little party there. Heck I imagine yeah. that's going to be a late night for me too, because. Uh, one of the interviews from last week, actually, I think they're going on stage after one o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah, too, so. yeah, I've done I've done that slot before. Yeah, so I imagine. Late, yeah, late and I imagine with that kind of uh, dance party feeling that you have in your shows, that 
mm-hmm. probably the late night kind of adds to it too. I like I like performing in that sweet spot before it's too late. Like all my shows now, I'm trying to end by 11 p.m. or yep. or or midnight at some places. Like it's hard to get, especially in the East Coast, uh, uh, either here or St. John's. Uh, it's hard to to get on stage before midnight. Uh, yeah, because uh, just we just have a later kind of crowd out here, but. Uh, but but yeah, just trying to trying to have uh, like um, not a I I I'm I'm never really been a fan of like a big slosh party, so I'm trying to you know I I'm not against alcohol, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I also don't I I, I try and uh, play early enough that people are just one or two drinks deep. Yeah, I hear you. You're preaching to the choir. If you want, if, if you watch yeah. all the episodes, you'd pick it up enough that I've, I've said very similar things all the way through. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have drink. I do drink, but I don't often yeah. drink. Yeah. So I, I yeah, like to I go enjoy the music. I don't drink uh, at my shows too. So mm-hmm. I'm always uh, like kind of looking out at the audience. Uh, it reminds me back to my lifeguarding days. It's like just navigating and seeing like what's going on and everything. And unrelated to the music stuff, one note I did have when I was doing some of the research, you came mm. up with, a, I, your name came up with an IMDb page. Have you yeah. done some acting outside of your own yeah. videos? Yeah. Yeah. So is there any of that in your future or is that? Um, who knows? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely up for it. Um, just a matter of getting the, getting the gig. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. it's something to watch out for as you're doing these yeah. next four seasons and yeah. doing some music videos to go with it too. So, and, yeah. and I've, I was watching, I was familiar with a few of your songs over the years, obviously mm-hmm. being an East coaster myself, especially um, your music videos. Is it different people usually? Like I know that in the teaser for space Western, you mentioned that it was the same person that did some of your other videos. Yeah. I've, I've generally worked with the, uh... Uh, Jason Lavangi as like a producer on most of the videos and and then uh, Noah Pank and Jason Eisner and uh, Ian uh, Angus have all been directors um, uh, and in the last couple I've uh, been like co-directing with cool. uh, the directors as well and the video for Walls I think that was yeah. that was on like one of the first playlists we had for the show oh, we usually do a little youtube playlist and spotify yeah. and everything but i think it yeah i think walls was on the first youtube one we had cool and it, it was just kind of thematic wise because that one had all like the much music type stuff to yeah, it. yeah 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 so how did that one come about like did you like rick the temp it's, is right off the beginning is yeah, that somebody yeah. you knew or did you have to reach out to him uh, i reached out to him and he's just super nice and um he uh he was you know, very generous and uh, and down to to reprise his his role as uh, much music VJ and uh, and then we just it was kind of the third I think of it as the third uh, music video in a trilogy uh, where the first one was the one we did for it where all the um, we did all the movie mm-hmm. um, kind of reshoots. And then the second one was the Brian Wilson uh, biopic. Um, and then the third one was this Walls one. And each one was like, 
uh, a large group of people coming together to like homage something that they loved and um and so everyone on set was having a lot of fun like getting into the details of like recreating some of our favorite movies and music videos and, and stuff like that so uh so yeah it was really to get to like uh kind of finish off that that era of of music videos uh in a fun way and and uh uh and it was it was nice. It was funny at the end of it. I had conversations with most of the artists that we parodied, and uh, all of them were like nice, like in uh, Instagram DMs and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, but certainly weren't like gonna be like check out this video. Uh, yeah. But except for one, and that was fucking Weird Al. Oh really? <laughs> Who's just like the sweetest and uh he and his team took the video ripped it off their internet made a like a cut of it and like and then he just introduced it to his fans and uh that's fun uh a bunch of people uh now i got some weird al fans who all uh um were very um very nice about us doing a parody of his parody of uh nirvana that's pretty good it's it's nice yeah. to have the crossover but it it's i mean i'm sure yourself as an artist it's nice to see the fans kind of cross over and share that same appreciation because like when you do a parody you're really paying an, hom an homage to it like you yeah you yeah. obviously liked them at one point to even think to put that in there right oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean uh weird Al is like uh i've said in many interviews is one of my biggest influences like he was the first show I ever went to as a kid oh, when cool. I was in grade six and uh, went to see him at the Rebecca Cohen. And um, my mom lied to the security guard and snuck me in backstage and awesome. I met him after the show. So it was like very, uh, like a big moment. And uh, and then I got to meet him again years later because uh, my buddy Andy Bush uh, directed one of his music videos and Weird Al came back and played the schooner room uh, in 2016, I think it was. That's um, crazy that both things are because it's a coincidence. Like those things yeah, aren't related. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, so I, I going to that first show uh, in grade six, like, uh, like it's amazing how many of the elements that are in his show are in my show. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this makes so much sense to do, like, the sensory overload of showing your music videos on a screen at the same time while playing it. So your eyes are constantly having to choose between whether to watch the performers on stage or the video content and then the light show queued up and then having, like, interludes in between so that you can do costume changes behind yeah. actors and stuff. So, Yeah. And and just the sense of like having making a fun show and remaking it each time you go on the road and and uh, and and having it feel more than just like uh, another night watching a band come into town and uh, and play um, just like a bare bones set sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, mm -hmm. what are you yourself uh, looking forward to with the rest of? 2022 like we 
come November, we have the the awards for Music Nova Scotia, and yeah, you have projects that are on the go, stuff that you'll be promoting. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to for the rest of this year. I've, I've got to go over and tour in the UK uh, right before Music Week, um, and and then I'm also editing the movie, and I'm. Um, making seasons two three and four at the same time uh of the record so pretty pretty busy so i'm trying to trying to get that all done before the end of the year if i yeah um, i i can i don't think it'll be like 100 percent done but if i can get most of it done then that'd be great awesome yeah well uh once again uh, congratulations on the nomination and uh it sounds like I'm going to be busy all evening every night of Music Week because I yeah, I keep grabbing everybody to interview and I keep saying I'm going to see them at their show. So yeah. I, I am looking forward to seeing you because that does look like a really good time. Everyone seems mm. to be you, – you've developed the ability to get the crowd worked up really quickly. Like everyone's all yeah. jumping around now, and excited. I'm not going to do – I'm also not going to do my normal show for it. I'm going to do my new one. Um, so it's going to be very, very mellow. I mean, oh, there it, you go. it might not be mellow, but uh, it won't be me interacting with the audience. Yeah. Well, a yeah. new experience. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the gimmicks and the thought put into. So yeah. uh, I'm sure whatever you deliver is going to be uh, worthwhile. Thanks, Miley. And uh, we uh, will definitely be sure to try to catch up with you uh, sometime during the music week itself. We'll be set up there somewhere doing a couple little interviews and. Uh, and there you go. If you guys want to follow us, we're available many locations. Uh, not very busy in every location, but we're we're available. And uh, you can find us in the Linktree link down in the show notes or wherever you're watching this or listening to this. If you go below it, there's words. The words will be there and you can click on the thing and it'll subscribe. Take you to the place. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube or your favorite Smash podcast. the like uh, button. Subscribe. Yes. Hit the exactly. bell. Ding. And we do not know what the next one's going to be after the series, so definitely subscribe so you can keep track of it. Yes, and let us know if you think we should do something different. Let us know if you find out what we're doing next. When you find out, let us know so we are in the loop. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, it's a busy week, and we'll catch you either tomorrow or in a couple weeks or on Monday, depending on what day you listen to this episode, because we're honestly recording the outro and just copy and pasting it all through the week. Keep Goodbye rocking. Bye again. Bye. <laughs>